Hello, amazing parents, and welcome to Parenting with Psychology. I'm Dr. Lindsay Emerson. I'm a clinical psychologist, parenting coach, and mother of four, and I'm here to teach you actionable psychology-based parenting tools from my 5Cs Parenting Framework to help you master any parenting situation. Thanks for joining me today. At Parenting with Psychology, we believe amazing parenting means becoming intentional in your parenting and proactive in learning skills to help you parent more effectively in a way that best fits your unique parent-child dynamic. Before we dive into today's tips, let's take a moment to add a positive spin to our parenting and think about a time when you utilized your parenting toolbox to have a win with your family this week. I'll share one of mine with you. One of my kiddos started summer camp this week. He's done a couple of camps before, but doesn't have a ton of experience with them yet. He tends to be a bit nervous about new activities. Even though he had a couple of friends doing the camp with him, Monday morning presented a tricky parenting moment. He was worried he'd gotten too much sun at the beach the day before. His ankle was twisted the other day and hurt too much to go to camp that day, etc. I took the time to hear his concerns and to recognize the core issue underlying them, his worry over trying something new and not knowing everybody who would be there. I reassured him those are very normal feelings and that life poses many such experiences, like the first day of school every year with a whole new batch of classmates. We talked about how he has thrived in similar experiences in the past, talked through exactly what the day would look like, planned ahead by coordinating arrival times with friends, then moved on and just focused on the things he could be excited about, like what games they would get to play and seeing his buddies. We didn't dwell on the negative. I was supportive yet solid in my decision that he would go to camp as planned, so he didn't have to feel any indecision on my part. And imagine what happened at pickup. He was as happy as could be. With a hat and plenty of sunscreen, he was protected from the sun. The ankle was miraculously feeling better. All was well. It felt amazing to provide the calm, supportive reassurance that he needed to weather his emotional imbalance that day. And now he has one more positive experience to look back on the next time he's feeling anxious about trying something new. Okay, let's move on to today's parenting tips. This episode is titled Gentle Yet Effective Discipline Using 3-2 Thank You. This episode is the second in a special two-part series on 3-2 Thank You. You can check out Parenting Through Choices at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 27 for the first part. This technique is one of my absolute favorite and most valuable parenting tips. In my last episode, we talked about how 3-2 Thank You falls under the Choices and Checkpoints category of my 5Cs Parenting Framework. If you don't know the background on that, you can learn it at parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash one. Because at its core, 3-2 Thank You is about teaching your children to make good decisions. Now, you are teaching them an important life skill while teaching them to respect your words. In addition, 3-2 thank you can be an extremely useful, gentle, disciplinary technique, so it could just as easily fall under the consequences category. 3-2 thank you is one of the best ways to establish the parent as the loving authority figure in the parent-child dynamic. This is important to do early in your parenting. It's cute when your toddler climbs on you, but when your big kid climbs on you and you ask them to stop, you want them to listen. Similarly, when you ask your child to do something, you want them to do it. Training your children to listen and respect your words early on will pay dividends as they get older. 
Now, if your child is already three or five or seven or even 10, when you listen to this, fear not. It's not too late to start using three, two, thank you. The great thing about starting early with this technique is that by ages five, seven, or 10, you'll be using it less and less until you never have to use it because your children know that your words are important and must be respected. The beauty of three, two, thank you is that it's not confrontative. When done correctly, it involves making a request and, if necessary, providing a brief justification for why that request is reasonable, then giving your child a chance to respond to your request. If they do not, then you provide a choice, such as, you can turn off the TV, as I asked, or I can turn it off for you. Then you count down, three, two, one. Once you have your child trained in this technique, you will very rarely get to one. Instead, you will say three, two, thank you, or better yet, three, thank you, when they respond immediately after you start counting. Kids learn quickly that if you start counting down, you must mean business. You are very serious about that request, and they must respect your words and respond accordingly. It takes a little time to get them trained to that point, But be consistent by always following through on the consequence and they'll get the hang of it quickly. Let's talk next about how 3-2 Thank You evolves as your child ages. Many of my examples from previous episodes are more relevant to young children. Removing a toy from their hand, gently removing them from a restaurant, etc. That's fine when they're small and light, but what about as they get older? I'm not about to try to move my 80-pound child. First, remember, if you get an early start to teaching your children to respect your words using 3-2 thank you, you will rarely have to count past 3 or 2. For three of my kids, it was uncommon for me to have to use a countdown past age 4 or 5, and when I did, it was quite a rare thing for me to get down to 1, meaning they almost always began doing what I'd asked of them when I started counting down. All kids are different, and some can be, well, shall we say, more resistant to parental boundaries. You may think of them as defiant or stubborn, but we can reframe that into strong-willed and determined, qualities that may prove very useful to them in their future careers or other endeavors, but can be challenging to the parent-child dynamic. One of my kiddos is like that. These kids can absolutely benefit from 3-2 thank you. And using this technique can help resolve a lot of parent-child standoffs in the early years. What you'll find with these kids, though, is that there may be a continuing need to use 3-2 thank you in their early elementary years when they're growing bigger and physically resolving the issue may prove to be more challenging. What does 3-2 thank you look like with an older child? The underlying concept is the same. Teach your child to make good choices and respect your words. During the elementary school years, they are old enough for what is called a secondary consequence. Whereas a primary consequence is directly related to the event in question. For example, removing a toy from their hand and giving it back to the sibling they took it from. A secondary consequence is applied because of the event in question, but may not be directly related to it. For example, if I ask my child to clean up a mess they made and they refuse, I may reply, please clean up that mess now or you will lose 10 minutes of your screen time this afternoon. This delayed secondary consequence is a big cognitive leap from, please give that toy back to your sister or I will help you do it, and therefore should not be used in younger children. Hey, amazing parents. In addition to my solution-focused masterclasses, I offer a full Parenting with Psychology course specific to your child's age group. It's the best way to learn everything you 
need to know to become an amazing parent. You'll learn all of my psychology-based tools customized to your child's age group to help you feel more confident and capable in your parenting. Parents wanting to be more intentional in their parenting will love this in-depth strategic approach to parenting guided by the 5 C's framework. Go to parentingwithpsychology.com slash courses to join the waitlist so you'll hear as soon as my full course is available. I'll look forward to guiding you on your amazing parenting journey. Depending on your child's development, they may be ready for secondary consequences somewhere in the age five to six years range. When using secondary consequences, there are a few factors to remember. First, just as with younger children, you want to be sure you explicitly state the secondary consequence. To help your child make an informed decision, they should know the details of the potential consequence in advance. Use details like 10 minutes of screen time rather than just screen time. Second, when it comes to secondary consequences, the more proximal, the better. That means ideally the consequence follows shortly after the behavior. In my example above, screen time isn't scheduled until later in the day. That's okay for an older child, but if there were a consequence earlier in the day, soon after the problem behavior, that would be even better. I definitely wouldn't recommend putting off the consequence for days. Third, be sure that the secondary consequence is fair. I said 10 minutes of screen time in the example above. Depending on the severity of the behavior, that might be reasonable. An hour of screen time might be excessive. It depends on the specific situation. Fourth, make sure the secondary consequence is motivating. Maybe your kid isn't big on screen time, so they really don't care if they lose it or not. My determined kiddo absolutely loves screen time, so this is always our go-to consequence for him. That way, he's very motivated to listen when we start counting down from three. Fifth, I recommend using takeaway consequences rather than add-on consequences with the 3-2 thank you technique. Taking away screen time, for example, is easy to enforce. Adding on an unpleasant consequence like doing the dishes or taking out the trash can be harder to enforce because it potentially sets you up for another parent-child standoff. Discussions around consequences don't need to be drawn out or emotional. You should clearly state the potential consequence, count down, then, if you had to count to one, reiterate the consequence, and state when it will take place. There doesn't need to be a debate, and you don't want to humor any attempts at changing the outcome. You don't need to address any questions like, but why do I have to put the toys away, or turn the TV off, or clean up the mess? What's done is done. Just let your child know that they can ask questions in the future before you begin the countdown. Critical to consequences working effectively is following through on them. Be sure you do the prelude of stating the potential consequence so you feel comfortable following through with the consequence if needed. Be prepared for some retorts like, but you cut it too fast or, but I didn't know you meant that. These strong-willed and determined kids can be masters of persuasion and manipulation. You'll get the routine down very quickly and be sure to include the essential elements so you feel comfortable following through on the consequence. And they'll learn the ropes quickly to choose the better option next time. In summary, teaching your children consequences early helps children learn to make good choices and helps you maintain a sense of composure in your parenting. My 3-2 thank you strategy works like a charm, but that's the most I would suggest for consequences in the under age 5 range. Adding the next layer of secondary reinforcement is for children 5 and older, depending on your child's ability to plan ahead and understand consequences. 
Remember to pick your battles, so to speak, and reserve consequences for serious behavioral problems. And remember, you must follow through on consequences to ensure that your words are considered meaningful. Also, be sure to complement your use of consequences with positive reinforcement and modeling good behavior. Now you see how 3-2 Thank You could be categorized in the Choices and Checkpoints category of my 5 C's Parenting Framework or in the Consequences category. To find more episodes in this category, go to parentingwithpsychology.com slash blog slash 28 and use the category search menu on the right of your screen. Oh, and if you love the idea of gentle discipline tools like 3-2 Thank You, you might be interested in learning more about my 5 C's Parenting Framework and continuing your amazing parenting journey with my free boot camps. Find a bootcamp specific to your child's age at parentingwithpsychology.com slash bootcamps. Okay, amazing parents, that wraps up today's episode. Thanks for being here, everyone. Join me next week to learn if you're an amazing parent. Until then, keep up the good work on your amazing parenting journey. You can follow Parenting with Psychology and sign up to receive my weekly newsletter at parentingwithpsychology.com slash tips to be sure you don't miss any of my new tips. My weekly tips are available to read on my website, to listen to on your favorite podcast player, or to watch on YouTube. If you'd like to connect with me more regularly and join the Parenting with Psychology community, follow Parenting with Psychology on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. It would mean the world to me if you would take a moment to read and review this episode to help it become more visible to other parents. Finally, a quick legal disclaimer. Please note that the advice provided in this episode is different than therapy and does not serve as a substitute for professional psychological treatment or other types of professional advice or intervention. If you or your child have concerns or need further parenting or personal support, please contact a physician or other qualified local health professional. See you next week, amazing parents.